Welcome to another episode of the Get Your Edge podcast. I'm your host, Brian Bott from Sports Advantage, and I'm ultra jacked up for our, our podcast today because over the last few months, we've been loaded with a bunch of paper makers and former Kimberly athletes, and finally we get to bring a couple of, of young ladies that got a serious edge on their competition over the past couple of years, but Dino, what's going on over there in, in uh, the Fox Valley? What's going? What do you got going on? Well, it's been awfully hot all the way through the state, and it's just great to see volleyball kicking up, all the fall, fall sports, football's ramping up, and it's just awesome to see the kids busting their tails all summer and then get the opportunity now in the fall to compete. So super excited, school's starting, and um, you know it's a whole different routine for our high school athletes right now. Yep, high school, college athletes back in school now. Uh, a couple of episodes ago, just as a reminder, we had Tony Castillo on, uh, former nutrition, uh, a former Toronto Blue Jays nutritionist, uh, who dropped some incredible, incredible knowledge bombs on nutrition for all athletes. Uh, some great tips, things like that. Everybody should go back and listen to that episode again. It was absolutely fantastic. But let's get to our our two guests here. We tried this once before, Dean. We tried it with a couple couple Kimberly athletes. So we usually just have one guest, but now we're gonna. We're going to hit the dynamic duo from Wanakee, Wisconsin here. Uh, yeah. I am ultra honored to have, uh, I don't know whose name I should say first here. I'm going to, uh, Kyla and Ali Sala, <laughs> Ali and Kyla Sala uh, <laughs> from Wanakee. And, and both of them are going on to uh, be division one athletes. And uh, just really excited to chat with them uh, for a little while. Uh, get Dean to ask him some tough questions about what it's like to train at sports advantage and, and some other good stuff. So let's, uh, ladies, why don't we uh, get to know you both? Uh, Allie, why don't you start? Tell us a little bit about yourself. And then, Kyla, you can talk about yourself a little bit, too. Yeah, so I'm Allie. Um, I am right now currently at Illinois State. And I'm playing volleyball here. I've been here since around June, the beginning of June and middle uh, for, like, summer season, basically. And I've been at Sports Advance for like three years around two 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 years. two years like two and a half and um yeah I played volleyball since like seventh or eighth grade awesome Kai um like you said I'm Kyla I'm going to uh, UW Madison in the fall I'm going to be running track there um I've enjoyed track since seventh grade um played a little bit of basketball but mostly been about track recently and I'm really excited to move in soon. So, yeah. Awesome. Well, this is great, Brian. We get some sports advantage. We got a little uh, Madison connection here. So it's a little bit different than the makers. So this is awesome <laughs> to have. And then uh, two great sports track and field, which I love obviously being running the Fox Valley pros club in the Fox Valley area. And then volleyball, which of course is, is super, super popular sport right now. And it's, and it's going in the fall. So, yeah. Allie, first, let's um let's talk about growing up as twins, you know, and being yeah. a competitive family. What did you learn from each other when it came, you know, your youth sports experience and competing? And, you know, did some of that stuff, you know, happen once the competitive mode was done and maybe went into the house? Did it get a little interesting at times? Yeah, I mean... I feel like me and Kyla has always been very competitive with each other, but I feel like it's in a healthy way. We didn't never we we did get into arguments, of course, and maybe we did like say, "Oh, who's 
better at what when we both played basketball and soccer and just like all the little sports and just petty fights but I feel like for the most part we like we're very supportive of each other in any athletic event or um game we were playing and I feel like we kind of just like as we were younger we just kind of used each other to um feed our competitive edge and <laughs> and I feel like it's yeah, I feel like it was a really good dynamic between us, even though, of course, there's going to be some fights and caddy issues. Kyla, you want to jump in on this? Uh, you know, I feel like it was great growing up with her. Like, I always had someone to play against and whatever we were doing, whether it was just chill or, you know, actually competitive. Um, I feel like, especially when it came to, like, the weight room and stuff, we had our own specialties, but... I still think that we pushed each other in our weaknesses and strengths because, um, you know, she was right on my heels everywhere. And I feel like I tried to do the same for her. I mean, she I will admit she is she got me in like lifting, but otherwise I, I feel like we, we were competitive, you know, and I, I still push to, you know, compete with her even when we started doing our own sports. So it, it was always good to have her um, to support and um, compete against. So. It's a fine line, right? Yeah, right. Cause yeah. you, I mean, let's be realistic now. Let's, let's, let's put the gloves, you know, out a little bit. I mean, you want to beat your sister. Oh and, yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> like, okay. Like let's, let's yeah. start talking real talk now. Okay. That, <laughs> we, we felt our way into the podcast now. I mean, we, when you two are in the gym together, I mean, you know, there's been, there's been times when, you know, I think Allie had a, a little issue, like a shoulder issue or something with volleyball a little bit. And so she was doing some auxiliary work or I think Kai had something going on and Allie was jumping and Kyla was doing this. And, you know, every time she jumped, I mean, she would look over, right. I mean, you're always yeah, yeah. see what she does. Right. Yeah, definitely. Okay. I always ask, I always ask like, Oh, what did Kyla jump? What did yep. Kyla run? Or like, yeah, Grant, and like Grant will be like, "Oh, Allie did Allie did this today." You know, you can't, you can't, yeah. you can't take that. Like, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, every now and then the coaches would spearhead the competition between the two of you. Um, yeah. Okay, it was, good. it was good. We like that. <laughs> so let's talk about your family. Okay. Um, yeah. I think really unique situation. Um, you know, your mother was a Division two volleyball player. I know she's listening to make sure that we acknowledge her athleticism. Um, and she was really involved in a lot of, you know, the different sports aspects. Um, you know, you know, I, I don't, I don't like the word team mom because I, I think that, it, I, but she was really involved in helping, you know, facilitate a lot of things in high school that high school coaches can't do. Um, your dad, for everybody listening, uh, was a, you know, Tark Sala Badger legend in his own right, in his own mind right now. Um, currently still on scholarship at UW um, <laughs> and whatnot. Um, but you had two really, really quality competitive parents. And, you know, I'll, I'll share this because, you know, I went through a divorce as well. Both of them, you know, they, they separated, but tell us a little bit about how incredibly supportive both of your parents were, because I think this is something good for coaches to hear um, with, with, you know, if you go through a separation, how important it is to continue to prioritize your children first and and make sure that they get every experience because I've witnessed, you know, um, both your parents at events, um, and and they're as supportive as any parents that we have in our program. So maybe Kyla, why don't you start just kind of talk a little bit about how much that meant to you 
you know, to have such a support system, you know, growing up? Yeah, you know, it's really great. I mean, uh, it, it was obviously both my parents very supportive, um, like you said, but it was also great that, you know, we had step parents that were also really supportive, um, you know, on both both sides for um, it, it's my parent, our parents, I mean, our parents get along great. And yep. then obviously, like, also having even more support um, on both sides, like, you know, it, it really did help us growing up because, you know, to be able to coordinate things, to be able to, you know, feel connected in that way, like, especially when it came to sports, like, we had people on um, both sides that were, like, helping us grow and get better at our sport, so. Al? Um, I feel like our parents didn't really force us to do anything we didn't want to do. Um, like, I, I kind of went through a phase of I was like, oh, I'm a gymnast. I'm like all this like dancer or whatnot. And, I, and they never stopped me. Like, obviously, my dad kind of just sh- shook his head and was like, she's going to get out over this soon. But like, I, I did obviously go like get out of that because I got too tall. Um, but so I feel like they didn't really push us to the point where we just felt like, oh, my gosh, they just like they want us to become them like they want us to um turn into what they did and I feel like they kind of just were like oh like we're gonna support you through anything you're gonna do and like both sides like they they both kind of had the same ideas of like if like that one time I said I wasn't gonna play anymore just because I got hurt so much and I just was like feeling like overwhelmed I felt like I couldn't get to that point of playing in college just because of like injuries and COVID and whatnot I they they were supportive of that they didn't like force me or shame me that that I wasn't doing it I feel like they just let me find my own journey but also like pushed both of us to do what we like wanted to do and we both had the same competitiveness as them so I feel like just like growing up with their support really pushed us to be how um where we are today I think one one of the cool things Kyla that you brought up um is that what 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 separation can can also do for athletes is you you have more people yeah. right you, you have more people that support you and you have more people i know from from our situation i mean my wife is exceptional with my boys and and they're you know like you know there are things that maybe you don't want to talk to your parents about sometimes and you but you know it, it's nice to have a person that supports you but can also give you another perspective and yeah. i've seen that with you guys and it's i think that's a great message you know, for, for families that maybe have that situation where instead of looking at it as a negative, like you can look at it, like you're bringing more people into your support system and more things like that. Dino, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, ladies, Brian and I are both huge into, you know, high school athletes being multi-sport and uh, you guys all had that experience growing up. So when did you decide, you know, when, for example, you wanted to be a volleyball player, Allie and Kyla, when you decided track was your thing. I mean, was it uh, an instance, you know, one instance that, hey, you had a really good game or I was just, you were better in that one sport or you just had a passion or a love for that sport or kind of just, you know, branch off on when did that happen? You know, maybe what age and then uh, why you decided to go the route that you're going at the collegiate level. Um, so, yeah, so I, um, played basketball. I started in sixth grade and I went through the end of sophomore year. And I think I played club basketball after that just for a bit. 
but then I was like I really need to just like focus on one sport because I was getting injured and I just needed to focus on one and it wasn't necessarily because I didn't like basketball it was just because it was it was getting to the point where it was just too much with volleyball is going all year round and I was still thinking about getting recruited and um for volleyball I didn't like volleyball actually for the longest time I we our parents put us in a camp me and Kyla and it was at like Kiva and she was very excited for it and I was just like why am I here what am I doing here I didn't want to be here I was like basketball 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 and then uh I don't really know what was like the flip that switched but I just played middle school volleyball and I was like wow this is actually kind of fun and just it, it took it from there and eventually I just chose volleyball over basketball. Kyla? Um, well, I used to love, I mean, I, I still like the game of basketball a lot, but I used to love it. Like I, I wanted to do it at the next level when I was younger. Like that was my, I was really big into basketball, but, um, and I still really enjoyed it. I played a little bit of volleyball, but um, I joined track in seventh grade, you know, found high jump, found a great coach, um, Dana Jasser, he's still my coach today, but he he taught me how to do it um, a lot better and then kind of took it into high school once I got to start going in sophomore year and stuff. And I, I mean, I really enjoyed it. Like I, I loved, um, you know, the environment of track. And then I still played basketball. I still enjoyed it, but I, I just, I found like I loved track then. Um, and then I tore my PCL and I was like, I gotta, if I want to get going on track, like I mean, I love basketball, but I, I just needed to focus on it, especially as I expanded into different events. Um, it just, it came time to make that decision. And um, I mean, what, the injury or not, like I kind of, it was time to focus on it. So I chose track mostly my, uh, in high school. Awesome. Okay, ladies, let's talk about a little bit of adversity um, because we all face it uh, and things like that. Kyla, let's start with you, right? Uh, your sophomore year, you're a state champion in the high jump. Okay. And again, you know, um, really, I mean, that, that you know, you, like when you hit that mark, right, you, you really, you know, you, you, you've you got a target on your back. Everybody's watching you, things like that. Um, you went in your junior year and, and you didn't hit any marks. Okay. And then you came back and won the state championship, which I think the, the jump happened at about 1148. Uh, at night, Dean, you remember that state track meet where the lights were out? Yes. And, you know, Coach Bot, who usually tries to go to bed by 10 because he gets up at 4, was downstairs laying on his couch watching the little feed. What'd she do? What'd she do? And I got, you know, Tara, who would always, you know, message me, oh, she hit this and this, this. So how did, like, how did you deal with that? You know what I mean? I mean, you were 16 years old. It was, I mean, that's hard to do because in those, in, in track, in those events, everybody's watching you, right? And it's just, you know, Dean, you've gotten through that with team events. Like, how'd you deal with that? I mean, what what was that like? Yeah, you know, it was great. I mean, that sophomore year was kind of just like, I, I mean, I, I didn't have that much pressure. I mean, I was just competing, you know, like I, I was, you know, I was, I was having fun. Like it was, it was laid back. I, I was doing great. Like it felt great. Everything was good. Um, junior year, you know, I definitely kind of, um, I think I, I thought too much about the result and what could have, what could, what, instead of thinking about like what is actually happening in the moment, um, or like, I mean, not necessarily that, but like we, I was missing some issues that or we, we overlooked some things and, um, and then, you know, senior year, it was like, I, I was dialed. Like I was like, yeah. actually like, 
it was time to go like um and you know I think like I think that like I put that pressure on myself and I was I, I wanted that pressure you know what I mean I um I actually ended up in the same situation I was sophomore year like I had two misses at five two like I was like shoot like <laughs> this cannot happen again and I was I was I I wasn't even I was less stressed senior year because I was ready you know I was excited um very very focused I would say so I think that it it let me look at each thing as one thing at a time and don't assume that something bad could happen because something bad could happen either way. So just stay focused in the moment. And, um, you know, I'm definitely going to try to apply that going to college. So. No, and I, I would agree with like in your training. I mean, I think you're really, you know, day-to-day orientated, right. Focusing on the day, not focusing on, you know, when the next meet is and stuff like that. And so I think, you know, I think the maturity level really was, was good for you. Cause I think you grew up quite a bit in that year. Um, but yeah. I think also the work that you put in, you know what I mean? Gave you the ability to then step up. Like when you said, when it was five, two and you know, it was like, well, you know, I could, you, you have two thoughts in your mind, either I'm going to keep moving on or I'm going to be done, you know, yeah. and you stepped up and did it. Allie, what about you here? Let's talk about your adversity a little bit. Um, and and I, I don't know how many different things we can talk about, but no, I'm just, yeah. um, yeah. You know, you know, you really wanted to play in college and, yeah, I did. you know, um, you were, you were all state your senior year, uh, player of the year in, in the Badger, um, worked your tail off, um, you know, for, for years with us and, and beforehand, um, but the offers just weren't coming and yeah. you, you were in a really unique scenario that you were still able to, you know, play in the winter and still continue that recruiting process, which you know, for nowadays, most, you know, a lot of kids are committing like when they're sophomores or juniors and you didn't stop working and trying to get better. You never gave up. I mean, there were a couple phone calls, you know, when something fell through that there were a lot of tears shed. Um, there are a couple of meetings in my office that there were some tears shed, but you just yeah. never stopped. Like what, what inside of you kept, kept pushing yourself um, to get to the point where you're at right now, which is, you know, at, at a really quality program. Yeah. So it all, like, I've always wanted to play division one athletics. It was either basketball or volleyball or whatnot. Like I was, I was set on that. Like I had that in mind and after my injury freshman year and then COVID happened. So I didn't play like at all volleyball all that year. And then coming back sophomore year, spotty tournaments here and there, and then junior year with my hand, I broke it. Um, All of that kind of put, I don't know, I, I wasn't in the best mindset for that. So I kind of just stopped trying to get recruited. And I, I don't, and I, I did, it's, it wasn't like I w- didn't want to get rec- recruited. It was kind of just like, I don't think that my level of play is like up to where I want it to be. So I don't think, I, I don't, I don't think I would find a place for myself. And I I honestly feel like I it it that wasn't true. I mean, I definitely wasn't playing at my best because it's just there's a lot of stuff that went into it, but I feel like after my hand and we we worked really hard during my hand to get my body still um in shape and just like to continue on like playing and getting better when I come back or when I was able to come back but um I just feel like there was a there was a switch that flipped after my hand that I feel like I just played a lot better 
And after my senior year, I was just really sad when volleyball ended um, that I was like, I need to like get back up. Like I need to, I need to play like this is like, this doesn't feel right that it's over. I don't think it's over. So that no, or December of my senior year, I was like, I need to call coaches. Like I'm going to, I'm going to get myself recruited. So it was kind of just, it, it took a long time because there was some coaches I talked to. It was good. And then like transfers that fell through and just, I don't know. And this, this school, I emailed the school, um, but, oh, sorry. Um, okay. I, I emailed the school. This was like in late April and they got back to me that morning. And um, then, so I was like, oh, like, this is, this is great. They got back to me. They want to call. And I was on the call. And then two days later, I went to campus and I committed on the spot. And it was like right before um, the Madison due date was. So, and I had a couple other schools I was talking to, but I was like, that it doesn't feel right. Like I didn't, I, and I didn't want to just go to anywhere. You know what I mean? Like I wasn't going to just go to school just to play, just to like, to, I don't know, to some random school. I needed to have the academics. I needed to have the the coaches the team environment the athletic um training program I needed all of that to like fit the criteria so I feel like just it's crazy it's crazy to think that it all worked out but like I worked hard for it so I'm I just would say just keep keep chasing what you want well I would say too Allie like you know when she was getting recruited you know Dean and she went out to visit a school. I don't want to say the name because she did get to visit yeah. a lot of schools. And she asked like four or five questions on strength and conditioning. And that was one of the main reasons why she didn't end up going. And it had to me, had she not had the knowledge and background from strength and conditioning that I think hopefully we provided a little bit for, her, she probably would have yeah. ended up somewhere else. But she was like, well, yeah. they don't do this. They don't do this. And, you know, so yeah. it was good to hear that. Like she took the initiative on asking those questions. So. Yeah, and you don't want to just go anywhere. Like I, it needs to be like feel right in your gut, and I feel like this, it what what's meant to be will come, but you just have to put in work to like get to that point because you can't just expect it to come and fall onto you. It it just doesn't work like that, and it it was my like it was my fault that I didn't start earlier. If I start earlier, maybe maybe something better would happen, maybe not, but just the way it laid out like I think it's just the way it was supposed to be which is so I wouldn't want it any other way ladies let's talk sports advantage let's get down to the meat and potatoes of this episode right here and Brian Brian's been a friend of mine for over 20 years and we had an opportunity to go down and play a football game in your neck of the woods and I got mm-hmm. to <laughs> you had to throw that in there, huh? Had to see the beautiful facility of Sports <laughs> Advantage, and uh, it's an incredible facility. And yeah, uh, to go in there, and you know, there is no doubt it feels like I've followed you the last two years as you've been training there as well, because I know Brian is so passionate with the athletes that work there, and and it's no joke, Kyla. That when you won that state championship, I mean, he was. Brian was texting me immediately and showing me video that he got. And he was so proud of uh, both of you. And, you know, as strength conditioning coaches, you know, every coach plays favorites and has favorites. And they have favorites that people that are going to do things the right way. And, and that's what you two do. 
So let's talk a little bit about, you know, your experience, you know, how the weight training has helped you in both of your sports. We're talking two different sports now, but it's kind of the same philosophy, you know, and it's not only about training the body, but it's also about training the mind. I know, you know, there's a lot of conversations that go in there and being a high school mm -hmm. athlete, you have to be able to handle lots of different, you know, things, just like we talked about the adversity. So Kylie, why don't you start first or Kyla? Um, yeah, I think, I think obviously like building a base for any sport that you're playing is very important. Um, whether that's the injuries, um, you know, just overall strength. And I think that, um, for me, I felt that um, adding, I added hurdles, running more, um, you know, I threw in shot put, like, I mean, that was kind of random, but uh, anyways, um, you know, I just tried out a bunch of different things and um, that led to kind of, I mean, for a while talks of like doing that path on and stuff. And, you know, I haven't completely gotten into that. That'll be um, the next few years, but I think that adding that base has helped me be able to do all those events, but stay healthy while doing it because, um, you know, you get to a meet and you'll be doing four events because um, you can. And I, I love that. So um, it was really great because we were able to stay healthy all season and peak at the right time, especially senior year, you know, talking about training and, you know, going into sports advantage. Um, it's just, it's intense. It's, focus it's I mean it's fun I enjoy going every day you know um but it really does help you in every sport because you get that base that you need and um that speed and you know you stay strong throughout the season so it's great yeah Ellie go ahead yeah so I feel like a lot of people have the mindset of oh if I lift I'm gonna get like man like girls mostly I'm gonna get manly I'm gonna get all this like I don't know, muscle. And I mean, like, you do get muscle, but I wouldn't say that I look manly. But I I feel like what I would say is I feel like I got really strong. And I feel that especially coming to college with the background of having sports advantage, I, I, I jumped the highest on my team and had the fastest sprint. When, like, three years ago, you would not, look like, look at me and be like, wow, like, she can jump higher. Like, wow, she can sprint fast. Like, I was athletic, but just ha being athletic it doesn't cut it you kind of you need to have more on your body you need to have more training you need to be to be really good you just need to have more and I'm not the tallest person either I'm like almost almost 5'11 so I'm not that big in a D1 conference so I need to be able to jump high and um I feel like especially just having all of that like training experience I, di I didn't get hurt based off, like, my body, like, makeup. Like, I got hurt either me being reckless or me being, I don't know, getting <laughs> getting hit or something like that, like, in an odd way. Like, that's not really related to my body. Like, you know, I mean, you're strong. And I, just the way I got hurt was kind of reckless, like, all the times. But um, I feel like it's just I, – I don't think I would be here if I didn't train the way I did and just the way that – like at sports manage, I feel like I before I had the mindset of like oh like I can't lift too heavy because I have practice I've said that to Brian I'm like oh like can I like cut it back or something like that and but like no <laughs> you, you just you can't no, do that even if you're gonna yeah. 
yeah even if you're gonna feel a little sore like you got to push through it and that's what's really gonna make you better as an athlete and especially in the college level like going through training before actually getting there you're just it's it's so much easier it's just like so much easier you might have a teammate that's like oh wow like this is kind of tough but then you're feeling like oh this is actually kind of good for me you know what I mean it's kind of just like it's just the way that you train just sets you up for college and just getting through things and being more tough I feel I think that the neat part about what I saw with the two girls is one yeah you know they're different body types obviously um even though they are twins um but you know the thing that was really unique about this and I'm just going to share this is Kyla could jump pretty well she's pretty explosive pretty fast she's gotten a ton stronger you know what I mean? And, you know, she's gotten faster and she's been able to jump higher. You know, Allie was pretty strong when she started and now she's gotten a ton faster and can jump, I mean, pretty high too. And at the end of the day, like they're in the same, under the same program, really like within like 5% outside of like, you know, maybe when Kyla was, you know, at like sectionals or Allie was getting for sectionals and stuff like that. So the conjugate system that we use works for everybody. And, and we're, you know, showing it with two, completely different athletes, completely different sports. And then what was, what's awesome about it is we were able to bring up the, you know, the performance markers that you both needed. You know what I mean? Now, Allie, you kept getting stronger and Kyla, you obviously kept getting faster, but the strength you've developed, Kyla is, is remarkable. And Allie, obviously, you know, some of the jumps that you've done, you know, it, it's been outstanding. So I think it just shows that you don't need this sports specific training program. You just need a well-oiled program. That's going to hit all the markers. Um, ladies, let's talk about signing day because you know, we've got a lot of athletes that listen and that's their dream, right. To put their name on a piece of paper with a logo. And um, I'm not really even sure if they really actually sign, but it's, you know, it's all the pictures and stuff like that. Um, so Allie, why don't you start first, talk about what it was like for you to go through your signing day, but then, also, you got to watch Kyla go through hers first. So what was it like watching your sister or what was it like for you, you know, to be like, I finally did it. You know, I'm, I'm going to be a, a college volleyball player. But then what was it like watching your sister, you know, get her dream, you know, realized as well? And Kyla, then you could follow up after Allie's done. Yeah, like I was when I was signed, I was really proud of her. I was not shocked she was going to Wisconsin. I, pro I, I could probably tell you that like four years ago that Kyla was like, going to go there I knew she wasn't gonna go anywhere else she's pretty set and I feel like just watching her sign like I was really proud and I was I was I was really happy for her but like obviously inside I was like damn like I kind of wish that like I had something like this like because we both have been talking about this forever that we wanted to do this and she finally got hers and I was like yes and then I was like like when's my turn you know what I mean I was just like like not selfishly but like I was kind of just like wow I kind of wish that like I had that moment too so when I um when I finally got mine it was kind of fun because no one really I told a lot of people because like, they asked me all the time like where are you going to play and I'm just like I'm not and then finally I just got to actually say like oh I'm going to play and like which has been my dream forever so I feel like when I actually got my signing day I was kind of just like wow like I did it like I actually I actually made made it out and did what I wanted to do all of these years and I was just really proud um yeah I 
I would say I was really excited. You know, I, I did what I did like Wisconsin. I love Wisconsin. I obviously grew up here, you know, but it was more than that. You know, I love the visit, the coaches, the team, like, you know, the program. Um, and uh, when it came time, you know, I, I didn't really want to waste that much time because I knew that's where I wanted to go. Um, uh, and, you know, I didn't, I, um, so I was excited. I was very excited, especially to have it, you know, confirmed and stuff. Cause that was always my dream school to go to. Um, and then when it came for Allie, um, I, you know, it came really fast, but I was very happy for her because I knew that's, you know, she worked really hard for this. You know, she had a lot of, I'd say adversity coming into signing and picking her school and, um, it happened really, really fast, but it was great. And, um, I made her a cake, um, that, that she'd never picked up. I made, okay. it, in baking, I made it in baking class and I, it said, go Redbirds and she never picked it up. So, but otherwise I, I, I was fired up. I was excited. Whoops. So what's, the, what's the story behind that? Can we share it? I just like, I don't, I don't remember. I just didn't like go get it. I just forgot it every single day. She was like, get the cake. And I was like, yeah. It was, it was beautiful. She missed out. I got the picture there. At least I have the picture of it. No, I was was really excited for it. I wouldn't have I wouldn't have eaten the cake. You could have brought it into Sports Advantage. We got people that like cake there. (laughs) Totally. (laughs) Go ahead, Dino. Hey, get your edge time right now. So obviously the podcast is called Get Your Edge. Um, all the listeners out there, you know, just think of you know a freshman coming into high school right now, or it could be a you know a freshman that's going into college what would be your get your edge advice to those individuals to give them a competitive advantage and let's go ahead Allie why don't you start on this one first yeah I'd say every single day you have to put the work in you can't like if you don't want to then you're not gonna you're not gonna be successful in what you want to achieve I mean like obviously you can have rest days but make sure to be productive with your rest days but have you have to put in the work because the someone next to you is going to do more than you. Like the person who is competing for your spot for the college spot that you want is doing more than you. You just have to have that mindset. Cause I feel like every single time I go into the gym, I'm just thinking like, I I'm going to beat out whoever I'm like, who whoever's trying to beat me out right now. I don't even care like who it is. It could be someone random across the world, but I'm just like, I want to do everything in my um power and if you're hurt too like you have to keep going too you can't just sit out because like right now I'm hurt but I'm supposed to be back next week and I want to be ready for the games and you just have to keep pushing because I you just will get beat out if you don't Kyla you know I I I definitely agree with what Ali had to say but I'd also say you know stay in the moment stay where you are um I think that your pro your like the process is what it's about and um and that's different for everyone. So obviously be competitive with everyone, but also know that just because someone else did something, just because someone else is there, doesn't mean that you're limited because of that. And it doesn't mean that um your uh your process is any less valuable. Like you're gonna, you know, especially like going to high school, going to college, you know, someone's you might be looking like, oh, someone's doing this better than me. But like at the end of the day, it's all about your process and how you get there and you just gotta continue to put in the work. So. Well, this is yeah, good. Gotta, go ahead, yeah. Allie. That's all right. Like with that too, like 
same with my point like you can't worry about other people but you just have to it's you know i mean you just can't worry about other people you gotta worry about yourself but you just gotta whatever fuels your um drive and whatever you want to six or succeed and you just have to keep going just don't compare yourself that to that extent okay we're gonna have a little fun here for for the end okay yeah yeah and i need real quick answers now so that we gotta we're gonna fire through this here in a couple minutes who jumps the highest just by a little (laughs) bit just by a little (laughs) bit okay who's the fastest okay but long distance or short distance short distance i don't know anymore just a little bit okay now we're gonna get we're gonna get a little bit more Okay, so if we walk into your dorm room, who's going to have the messy dorm room? I think Kyla would, to be honest. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I have a really clean dorm room. Like my dorm. Mom really over clean. there? Can mom answer that one? <laughs> no, I'm okay. clean. Okay. Um, okay. So you guys are at a at a party. Who's going to be the first one to sing karaoke? Probably me. <laughs> okay. Um, class clown. Who's the class clown? Probably Allie. me. <laughs> okay. Oh, no, Kyla's so, kind of funny in like a like a just like she doesn't try way. Right. Okay, so you guys are you guys are out in on the dance floor. Who's gonna be the one to jump in the middle of the circle first? Ellie. Ellie. Probably me. Okay. Last one here. What's the best quality about your sister? I think she's quirky. <laughs> the best quality? She's quirky. Yes, I think it's funny. She's she's funny. Okay. <laughs> Kyla. Um, you know, I think what well, okay, I think she's I think she she's very competitive. And that's yeah. good. You know, I think um one quality about her though, I think she um is is funny. I do think she's funny. <laughs> Thanks, Kyla. <laughs> do you know anything else for the ladies so how's this separation been now because it's probably the first oh time yeah separated you know one's in college already and that's farther away out of the state and one will be having a short little visit there you don't have to go far to wisconsin obviously so how why do you think your relationship is going to be during the school year is it going to be one of constant communication um, you know, when things go difficult, cause you're going to have, you know, uh, those growing pains of going away to college, you're going to get homesick. You know, who's that call? Is it sister? Is it, you know, mom and dad? Is it grandma and grandpa? Cause it, you know, it always happens. And, you know, what's that kind of foresee or, or what's been happening already this summer, I should say. I feel like Kyla kind of texts me with like, like random stuff. Like it's not even just like, hey what's up like how's it going it's kind of just like it's just random but like it's good like we still have communication it's just like really random stuff that like I just wouldn't expect up in that moment but like or she's like showing me her new pair of shoes or something and but I feel like when Kyla goes to college more I feel like we're gonna either call more I feel like just right now I I don't know I feel like it hasn't been long enough for us to be like oh this is weird because at home we have been on different schedules to the point where we like don't see each other often so I mean I don't know and she is coming she came to my game the other night so yeah yeah I think it's good I think it's good um you know I think having our own our own school our own people our own like different thing I mean 
I feel like back home, like we were very connected, which is great and connected into what we do. Um, we know the same people, but, you know, I think it's good to have our own space a little bit and then obviously stay connected and uh, talk to each other and, and, you know, share our stories and stuff. Um, I think it's good. Unknown fact, Dean, most, most people probably know, but they actually, they each have their own car and it's the same car. It is the same car. Same, same model. Same, same model. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, how do you guys share the car? And I remember Allie telling me, she goes, well, we, we each have our own. I'm like, what? That must have been dad's idea. Hey, two for, get a two for one or something. I don't know. Um, but ladies, I, I you know, um, I appreciate you guys coming on. I know you got well, extremely busy us. schedules. Um, you know, at, at Sports Advantage, we can't, we can't thank our athletes enough for you know the work that you put in dean feels the same way at the high school and stuff like that what we ask you guys to do is never easy right um because you know we always wanted you to chase your goals achieve your goals and move on to the next one um you two have been two of probably the best ambassadors um, of sports advantage um, not only as athletes but as incredible young women um who are incredibly great people who are going to be incredibly successful and i just you know this was a choice of mine to to bring you two on because i want to personally thank you um in front of all of our listeners for all that you guys have done um in our gyms for the belief that you've had in us because our systems may not always seem you know like the things that everybody's telling you you know in strength and conditioning but you guys bought in 100% um, you were incredible leaders for the young people in our gym. Um, the young, you know, the young freshman boys that were, you know, coming in at five 30 in the morning and, um, <laughs> everybody looked up to you guys because of the people you are and, you know, the athletes you are, but also the people you are. So I just want to tell you that I love you both to death. Um, I can't wait to watch you guys both compete in college, um, and dominate and that we're always going to be here for you uh, when you come back. Okay. All right. Thank you. It's going to end this episode. Yeah, thank you so much. Absolutely. That's going to end this episode of the Get Your Edge podcast. We'll see you guys next time. Chop it.